Welcome to The Depth, I'm your host Carl Thomas and on this week's episode, Lynn and I talk about gaslighting. Gaslighting signifies psychological abuse where a person or group forges an individual to doubt their sanity, perception of reality, or memory. People enduring gaslighting frequently exhibit confusion, anxiety, and the inability to trust themselves. Does this ring a bell? Are you a gaslighter? This is a two-part conversation that I definitely think you might enjoy. Start the pod. Okay, no, no. I, I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I just whispered. That was creepy. Okay, start the pod. Hi, my name is Lynn Worrell. I'm the founder of a community organization called Word, writing our rhymes down, and I am a youth worker at the Calful Jeunesse Emploi of NDG. Hi, my name is Carl Thomas. I'm a community worker for Prevention Code NDG, and welcome to The Dep. The Dep, a podcast about community service work in your neighborhood. All right. So this is it. We're back. We're back. And this time we have Lynn. Hey, we have Carl. Carl. And we're the in the same spot, two meters apart. Yeah, same right? spot. Yeah. yeah, same spot. We're respecting, you know, the rules and yeah. whatever. But we're in the same room. So that's that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. It's good to see you. Yeah. <laughs> it's so wild, you know? This is crazy. Uh, how you I, been? How you been? Like, you know, I'm uh, going to the office once a week where our team has been divided into four sections. So we have a Monday team, a Tuesday team, Wednesday, Thursday, and we work from home on Friday. <clears throat> so I'm on the Monday team and it is International Women's Day. Shout out to all the females, women, I, the women people who identify as women or, you know, all the girls, soon to be women. I see you. I love you. All the moms, all the aunts, all the sisters, grandmas, great grandmas. Ah, you know, anyone who's like, you know, the people who bring life to this world. Come on. That's what it's up. Anyways, shout out, shout out, shout, shout out. out, shout out, shout out. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, it's International Women's Day and uh, I went on the Metro today and it's just like, which is not like a rare occasion. And um, I'm still not used to the image, the visual of everyone wearing a mask. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm still not used to it. Even after a year. It's been a year now. I know. But Literally like, a I, year. I guess we, I've been working from home a lot, but you'd get around by car more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. For I sure. Know, yeah. Like, it's I'm, true. It's true. I haven't I taken the metro or bus in like 10 years. So, so like when I, again, if someone isn't wearing a mask, they stand out oh, to definitely, me. Yeah. They definitely stand out to me. But it's, I don't know, it's just like, like, everyone is wearing a mask. And that's good. It's good. But, like, visually, it's just like, it's just like a visual reminder. You're like, I am still living in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. We are all still living in a pandemic. Wow. Valid this point. is what it looks like. It's, yeah. But, yeah, it's, I'm good, though. How about you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, A, a lot of work. A lot of work. Mm -hmm um community wise we're we're getting cases um in, in case that you guys also didn't know i'm a i'm an educator for the dyp so that's youth protection um i think i probably mentioned it in a couple of uh podcast episodes so um despite working in the community but communities always and will always be my first love 
But uh, you know, we gotta we gotta pay bills. We gotta you know get that extra extra moolah. Um, and do important work for sure, for sure, and do important work. You know, working for <clears throat> youth protection as an educator, um, it's not an easy job. It's it's highly difficult, um, but but it's manageable. Um, I can't say again it's easy, but you know, I have a I have an amazing team. If I could speak on that, I have an amazing team. I have amazing colleagues, just like the colleagues in the community, also. Um, yeah, but it's, it's that I'm fortunate that, you know, I get, uh, to go in and out of my office. Um, I still get to visit people in their homes sometimes, you know, not always. So what are the COVID protocols when you go into homes? Oh, I'm, I, I got mask. Uh, I do they have to wear masks? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I push them. Some families, they don't, they don't want to, they would rather keep a distance, but it's, it's okay. We allow it for now, I guess. But uh, yeah, majority of visits, yeah, they wear masks. We uh, and I have my mask. Uh, sometimes I wear gloves. Let's say if I need to interact with uh, with a kid, with a parent, um, you know, let's say if I'm playing chess uh, with a kid or whatever, I'll be I'll be wearing gloves. So, so you have a whole chess game with a mask on in yeah, other yeah, people's for sure. houses? For sure, for sure. Sometimes I spend How like, long do, a game is how many hours? Like I don't know, sometimes a visit could last 15 minutes to 3 hours, it depends. Um last time I was at at uh at a family's house, you know, their kid was in crisis in high high and I repeat, high crisis mode. So I had to stay there for almost 3 hours until the kid, you know, uh was able to calm down and uh we're able to to do a proper intervention with the parents because I didn't want to be the only one uh, doing the intervention I wanted the parents to to be involved and for the parents to also understand that this is a reality that they'll have to face because their kid um you know has has special different needs. special needs yeah. has Different needs than than uh, you know I, I can't I yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, I won't use the word yeah, normal yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah has yeah, different yeah, needs yeah, there yeah, you go yeah, yeah. so it's a reality that they have to face and and uh, yeah so that's uh, that's part of the job it's just wow yeah for sure it's just yeah and so as a result you're like there's a, there's this uh, the other job that even puts you even more mm-hmm. front line yeah yeah and for sure you got yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, true. I got vaccinated. Oh. Um the funny thing, like like uh you know, we're talking about it. I got vaccinated for the first shot, but where's the second one? Mm. When is it coming out? Lego, guess who's We're going we're going almost on fourteen days. Uh right now this podcast is getting recorded um on a Monday and we're March eighth, International Mar- Women's yeah, Day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh you know, we're we're going on fourteen days uh, this Saturday, so hopefully you'll get one in exactly in right forty days uh, under under forty days. Under so 40 days. let's cross our fingers. But yeah, so that's that's uh, that's my news on my end, and of course, uh, doing podcasts for you guys, for the listeners out there, uh, for the for the numerous listeners that tune in, uh, that that actually you know take the time to listen to us and uh, tune in to whatever they they. Uh, they need, I guess, because every interview on the Dead Podcast is different. 
Um, so yeah, yeah. But I'm really, really happy to see you. You were highly missed. <laughs> um, People are like Brislin. For sure, for sure. Oh. I I hear like um, because your your voice is always on the podcast though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that that doesn't change anything, but. I think, I think for people that never tune in, um, they're always surprised when it's only me, <laughs> like uh, on on the pod. But uh, yeah, yeah, we understand also your reality. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. Anyways, thank you guys. I'm here. I'm here doing things like reading books. Mm. I'm reading books mm-hmm. uh, to kind of better understand um how to cope with uh just like i think when it comes to my work i just like hear about people in some healthy and less healthy relationships or people that you're gonna make decisions around and a word that constantly comes up is this word called gaslighting so um i read a whole book about gaslighting it was fascinating um it's a book called the Gaslight Effect by Dr. Robin Stern. And gaslighting is a really interesting... Um, what is gaslighting? Oh, I was waiting for that question. So gaslighting is a form of manipulation. Mm-hmm. It is... I don't know. It's based off uh, a movie or a play in the 1940s called Gaslight. So this is the name of the movie. And... The synopsis is a a husband and wife relationship and the husband keeps on turning on and off the gaslight, which is like they have light that is run by gas. And and, uh, the wife is like, what's going on? Why is the light coming on and off? And and instead of him telling her what's happening, he lies to her and and just kind of disrupts her reality and say, I don't know what you're talking about. What? You're like, what are you reacting to? Are you are you like what's going on? And she's just like, the lights, the lights. And then um, eventually she gets put into like uh, some mental health institution. Oh, snap. Okay. Yeah. And he actually did it to take um, control over her finances. So there was like, it was manipulation and maybe even like. Abusive. So that was the play. That was the play. And so this term, so this experience, I don't know if people have experienced the situation, if they're talking to anyone in your life it could be a relationship it could be a friendship or even in an employment situation um where you might have an issue and you kind of bring it up to someone and it's just smoke and mirrors and they're like i don't know what you're talking about even though they're the ones who might have like caused some some wrongdoing to you you find yourself walking away from the conversation and you're the one who's apologizing you're the one who's a little more confused and the mm-hmm. very see like an explanation when you kind of approach someone and there's like there's something I need to share and like get information about how they feel like an explanation is supposed to clarify things when you're gaslighting an explanation taps more into the anxieties that you have so like you know you have a conversation but instead of like getting clear oh that makes sense okay that like calms me down mm-hmm. when you're getting gaslit it's like it it heightens your anxieties and your insecurities around what the situation. So anyways, uh, 
So I read this book about it and it was really fascinating to kind of, it, it really has a structure and kind of, it's very, gaslighting can be a very disorienting experience. And the big, the reason why it's dangerous, and I use this word dangerous, is because it can have a big effect on your self-esteem because it disrupts your own sense of reality. Of the person that's, that's, yeah, so there's that's two, getting gaslighted. Yeah, so the nice thing about this book is that it really kind of talks about gaslighting being uh, a relationship. It's like okay. two, two people are involved. There's the gaslighter and the gaslightee, mm-hmm. and they both have a role. So essentially, the gaslighter has this need to be right at whatever cost. They don't at all costs. At all costs, like it doesn't have to be right all the time, but maybe there might be something very specific that they are not budging on. Mm-hmm. So, like a relationship could be a little more flexible, and hopefully, two people are equal, and like what you care about might not be the same thing I care about, but there's like an, an exchange, a mutual exchange of like how to support each other. Okay, accommodate here, accommodate there. But when you're getting gaslit, the gaslighter is right. And the gaslight T, the person who's getting gaslit, they have to be really invested in believing the gaslighter mm-hmm. and also seeking their approval. So sometimes you're in relationships and you're already in a place where you care a lot about a person. So you might want to focus on the positive things and cut out the negative things and of even start lying to yourself (laughs) or just and then and then just yeah and 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 just like want to seek as long as you're seeking the approval of your gaslighter and of course you know you want to be seen and loved and have the approval of your partner or your boss definitely want the approval of your boss Mm -hmm. (laughs) or a really close friend um, but are you being heard? I, I'm I'm talking about rela- these these dynamics that you find yourself in, where your truth is getting your integrity. If you feel like you, what you stand for is starting to get compromised, then that's when you start kind of even maybe losing your own sense of identity. Like I don't have you ever been in a situation um, where like something's getting consumed by your attention like i actually had a professional relationship with someone um where i was getting gaslit and gaslighting was happening but it wasn't really working on me because i didn't were you were you aware i was i well at first because i really wanted to think highly of this person that i was working with I wanted to think highly of them. I wanted to think that they had the same goal as me, that we both wanted to do good work and we had um, a strong ethical practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really thought we were on the same page about that. So I thought really like highly of them. Um, but that, so I was, I, I, I was almost like shocked when I started seeing like kind of like wild behaviors so there's different stages in gaslighting that's mm-hmm. what i'm learning about this um and uh so the first stage is like disbelief like someone saying like something completely outrageous and i just remember feeling that way with this colleague which is like what really like i'm not even going to repeat what this person said it was kind of scary um 
and then you just kind of like let that pass. So that's like the state, first stage, and then the second stage. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, be back. So I just want to get back to what is gaslighting. So in the book, I'm going to read a bit, um, understanding the gaslight effect. So this is according to Dr. Robin Stern. She really um, puts a lot of um, structure around it. So the gaslight effect results from a relationship between two people, a gaslighter who needs to be right in order to preserve his own sense of self and his sense of having power in the world, and the, ga and the gaslightee who allows the gaslighter to define her sense of reality because she idolizes him and seeks approval. When I say idolize, it's, it's idolizing means that instead of seeing the person for the whole person that is coming to you, mm -hmm. you kind of like really just maybe focus on the positive things and really suffocate your, how it feels the negative part okay. of that person. So it's only like the best idea of the person. So mm -hmm. that's what I mean by, uh, that's what she means by idolize. Gaslighters and gaslightees can be of either gender and gaslighting can happen in any type of relationship. But I'm going to call gaslighters he and gaslighties she, since that's the pairing I most often see in my practice. I'll explore a variety of relationships with friends, bosses, and family and colleagues, but the male-female romantic pairing will be my major focus. So that was um, mm -hmm. that's what she said, and um, in the so when and throughout the book she refers to gaslighters as he and gaslighters as she, but she's just saying because like in her practice. That's what she finds to um, come across. So, so trying to phrase you, so it's a it, it's a dyad relationship, but it's mainly that one person has power over, but without without the other person noticing. Because what I'm trying to find mm. out is, are you noticing the behavior, or are you like you said so? focused on the positive aspect of that individual that you completely forget or you don't see it i think the experience of being a gaslight tea it, it's like it's are you confused do you feel heard is there like a understanding are are things feeling resolved mm -hmm. is is it are issues getting bigger or can you are, are you feeling numb like there's different indicators okay because sometimes there's a gaslighter who can be like a real good guy actually she talks about three different types of gaslighters mm -hmm. one being the good guy gaslighter so the, guy the good guy gaslighter is the one who his his desire to be right all the time is that he's a good guy okay he's a good guy no so matter like, what he's a yeah, good guy so like on the surface all the friends, they're like, what are you complaining about? He's a good guy. He's a good guy. What are you <laughs> talking about? He, like, he him? Nah, him? he's nah. a good guy. Okay. And what they do is that, um, for instance, they might be a good guy on the surface, but they're not really responding to the real needs that you might be needing to have responded. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, there's a question in the book. Are you being gaslighted? Turn up your gaslight radar. Oh, okay. Check for these twin, twin, um, uh, telltale signs. Okay. And so, 
So it might be a feeling where you are consistently second guessing yourself. You ask yourself, am I too sensitive? A dozen times a day, you often feel confused or even crazy at work. You're always apologizing to your mother, father, boyfriend, or boss. You wonder frequently if you are good enough as a girlfriend, wife, employee, friend, or daughter. Again, gaslighting isn't always in those gender roles, but this book is written in that way based on the experience. The experience, yeah. 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 Um, you can't understand why so many people apparently, uh, so many apparent good things are in your life, but you're not happy. Because they'll like, you know, like, why am I more happier? And I'll just... You um, buy clothes for yourself, furnishing your apartment or other personal purchases um, with your partner in mind, thinking about what he would like instead of what you might feel would be great. So like your opinion is kind of just like not even a consideration, just like at all. Okay. Um, Frequently making excuses about your partner's behavior to your friends and family. Uh, You find yourself withholding information from your friends or family so you don't have to explain or make excuses, you know something is terribly wrong, but you can never quite express what it is, even to yourself. Mm-hmm. Anyways, there's a list of 20, but we don't have to go down For sure. the whole list. But, but, it, it, but it paints a, a picture already. Yeah. yeah. And um, she also talks about why it exists. It's actually pretty pervasive. I think the best example of gaslighting that we've seen in recent history with the one of the biggest platforms with the most amount of power would be president former president donald trump like Mm -hmm. he epitomizes gaslighting Mm -hmm. he's just like i didn't do that but he did Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what i mean it's like news it's like (laughs) it's like what me no yeah i don't know like he would just make things up i don't know i could just just like think about Donald Trump. Well, the aspect, the aspect that you mentioned before, the the I'm a good guy. Mm-hmm. That's Donald Trump right there. It's like me. I'm a good guy. I'm a, I'm I'm a great guy. I'm a great president. Um, there there are stand up people on both sides. Yeah, exactly. On both sides. You see that? You see, yeah. he's, I'm a good guy, but he's also supporting white supremacist groups. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, so. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the three, the set, oh, so the, the three stages of gaslighting. So I think gaslighting also kind of progresses, like, based on how much you are invested in the relationship with the gaslight. Okay. You know, so. Elaborate, please. Um, you know, you could like say you had a friendship with someone and it goes way back, super history, like okay. a lot of history. And there's just like this established dynamic. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever had like those unbalanced friendships where like you're always going to that person's house like all the time. It's not like back and forth. Yeah. It's just like if you don't go to their place you're not going to see them or something mm, like that, you know, mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. or, or even calling or, Oh, we're going to do that. Or you didn't, you didn't text me. Well, you could text me. Like you yeah. can hit me yeah, up yeah, or something yeah. like, and then th- like you're meant to feel bad or something. So, um, you know, I think that 
sometimes they're, you know, or an example of gaslighting that could happen that where you're not that invested or you're just like, someone's already always like pulling your leg or, or like saying something that they don't really mean to say. Sometimes it's a test, but you're like, okay, whatever. That's, that's your sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Mm-hmm. But like, you're just like, that's an example of maybe someone trying to gaslight you. But you're not really engaged. Yeah, you're not you don't, you don't mm-hmm. really care about the relationship as opposed to maybe your boss who has like there's already a power dynamic um, and you really care about your career or say uh, your parents, say your mom or your dad is gaslighting you, um, which is, you know, really unfortunate. Um, but, you know, it could come out like, you know, someone's like, oh, that's what you're wearing. You know, just like comments like that or um it like it's harder to you know it's like it's it's a lot trickier when it's like especially relatives Mm because like relatives are not people that you chose as a relationship so valid point and uh you know i think relatives are really have an important role when you get older closer to death because family comes up a lot when it comes to that so it's pretty significant that those kind of relationships so yeah. Uh, did I answer it? No, you did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. So there's three different stages and three different kind of gaslighting things. So there's the disbelief, like someone says something extravagant. And they're like, what? You just say that? Um, and then there's like a defense. Like, okay, so if you're really invested in the relationship with this gaslighter, you might get defensive. You're like, no, I didn't say that. Or they're like, yes, you did. Like, you know, even though like, just kind of like, you know what to be true. Can you give me an example? Cause I don't, I'm not really giving, do you have an example? Well, well I'm thinking, I'm thinking anytime that the, the, the point, the point that, you know, made me reflect is past relationships that I was every time that we got into an argument and the person made me doubt myself. Mm. So like when you're in constant doubt of what you said, because the person shows their perspective and you want to believe them, but then you're like, wait, did I say that? Like, did I, I don't remember saying that. And the person convinces you that you actually did. And keep in mind that this is in a form of argument where 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 tension is high, um, you know, the anxiety level also is high. Again, I'm talking about on my behalf, and then I'm in self doubt. Mm. So like, not only in my head, I was like, okay, I made a valid point, and then that person puts you in doubt, and then you're like, what did I? It, so it's it's just the perspective of. You in your head had a valid point that you wanted to bring mm. up, but then not only you doubt what you just said, you start doubting your point and you even start doubting yourself as mm-hmm. am I in the wrongs? Mm-hmm. And I think um I had relationships that constantly I thought I was like, okay, this is impossible. Like mm-hmm. it's impossible that I could be wrong all the time. Mm-hmm. But this, or on this particular, like, there's like yeah, actual exactly, facts, exactly, here, like. exactly, and um, it it just it just I I I hear the the aspect of gaslighting, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, 
But I, I'm understanding that yes, there's a power dynamic. Mm-hmm. There's power over, mm-hmm. and like it's a dominating exactly. Kind of and the person that's getting domination over yeah. that's receiving it is is basically sometimes aware. What I understand is sometimes aware, but but in a sense that cannot address it because they're in constant doubt. No. Yeah, and so I feel that okay. There's a few things I want to respond to that. Okay. Um, the first thing I wanted to say, okay, I wanted to get back to the thing about awareness of of yeah, because um, my of, question of, I think of, I... of gaslighting, but yeah. what I wanted to say also is like in a healthy dynamic, you can have different perspectives that For sure. can be honored. For sure. But in a gaslighting dynamic, the gaslighter has to be right, and if they and and they're and so so the gaslighter needs to be right. And if they try to accept their capacity to consider the other person's point of view is actually a threat because there's a part of a big insecurity. Mm-hmm. People gaslight because they're profoundly insecure. Like mm-hmm. it's not it's not for like it's not healthy. Like gaslighting is not healthy. So people who do use it, it's like passive aggressive, um, or or not. It could just be sort of be aggressive. Um, way of communicating it's not like healthy ways of, of communicating so they're profoundly insecure and they actually may or may not realize it but their idea of accepting another person's perspective actually they receive it that i am destroying my point of view like mm-hmm. it's it's like it's really visceral it's like I have, I must be right at all costs. That's what the, that's the attitude of like, I am right at all costs, whether on all the things or certain things on when it comes to this point, I'm right. But as opposed to like having space for more than one perspective and just like, kind of like maybe being curious about the other person's point of view, maybe being open. Like if you're going to really change, if you're going to really listen, if you really, really listen, you will, you will be changed by what you hear if you're really open and you're a listener by defect i believe that you will change a little bit you know mm-hmm. like i'm not mm-hmm. saying lose yourself and not and you're like i'm not that like know who you are and where you stand but there's an openness and like kind of understanding of okay that's that person i see where that person is and then you decide okay is that within my boundaries do i care about this person enough to make sure i'm not causing harm to them um and and you know like because you could have dynamics with people where you have zero care like you know and you're like oh i am not going to make room for your considered feelings about this situation because i don't care but like if you're in a really important relationship hopefully important relationships that you're in um people care about you Mm -hmm. you know and how you feel and your experience you know so if something is happening that might be hurting someone else that the other person actually really cares about that, you know? So, but I, that piece about, I just thought it was interesting in this book where she was talking. And again, this is not the absolute truth. Let me tell you how, like, I, I'm just like sharing my takeaways from this book. Yeah. And it's not the, the, the end all be all of gaslighting, but I just thought it was an interesting perspective. Um, I really thought it was interesting, this idea of like sharing it. Uh, someone else's considering someone else's point of view ignites some sense of threat of self to the gaslighter and does the person know they're getting gaslit i think gaslighting is a pretty new term like i feel like even though it's not that that new 
Um, well, she wrote this book in first in 2007. And okay. she did this. And like, I think it was like one of the first books to really do a deep dive on gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she kind of did a kind of like a review of the book in 2017. Um, I don't think there's enough vocabulary around gaslighting. You know what I mean? I don't think people really know the term, so they might not understand the experience. So if you if you can't name it, it's hard mm-hmm. to tame it. Yeah. So I don't think people know they're being gaslit per se, but they know they might know feelings that they're not allowing themselves to really fully experience, like confusion, uh depression maybe this could be part of an an experience that is contributing to depression or um self-doubt you know mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that can create self-doubt there's a lot of things that can that contribute to de- depression and it might not be gaslighting i'm just saying like and gaslighting could just be like part of a dynamic but not happening all the time like it's not like this is the dynamic it's it, you know and, and i and like gaslighters it's so pervasive. I don't even think gaslighters always know that they're gaslighting. I think there's some who are very like aware of it, and there's other people who might not notice because it was modeled to the in their that that kind of dynamic might have been modeled to them in their family, for instance. Okay. So that was it. That was part one um of the conversation like i said i hope you guys enjoyed it and uh part two should be coming up soon gaslighting part two coming up soon